How's everybody doing tonight? Hope you're doing good. Make sure that you're in church here tomorrow, if at all possible. Love you guys. Church that never closed, never caved, never will. No social distancing ever. No COVID clumps ever. No alcohol gel stations ever. No social distancing ever. If you can, join us here tomorrow. Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida. Make sure that you join us. It's two services tomorrow, 9 a.m. And 11.15 a.m., you can watch us online. If you're out of state, if you're in Florida, I expect you to drive here. I'm just kidding. But if you're within an hour or two, drive here tomorrow. Come to a church that's Bible thumping. But I'll be live also preaching tomorrow on Facebook only for sure because I've been banned off of YouTube again, threatened by Facebook again. It is what it is. My last uh, podcast was taken down by Facebook because they said that I uh, used somebody else's material for 13 seconds, but they won't reveal to me what that material is, so how can I fix it? I don't know. But anyway, I'll be preaching live tomorrow on Facebook only um, at about, what do I go on, about 11.50 or so? About 11.50, if you get on, uh, you'll I'll, I'll be coming on somewhere between 11.50 and 11.55. For a true gospel message, you know, something that's actually out of the Bible. You stand in the Word of God here at Foundation Church and uh, nothing else. That's it. That's why we never closed for COVID because we stood on the Word of God. Whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loosed. And if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for Bible, 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 then this is the message for you. This is the church for you. If you're out of state and your churches are closed, and listen, don't go to some caving, COVID caving church. Don't go there. It's You're better off not going to any church than the wrong church. You're better off starting your own Bible study, getting together with like-minded people. And by like-minded, I mean people that actually believe what the Word of God says, what the Bible says, not Baptist, not Pentecostal, not this, not that, what the Bible says. Find people like-minded, and you're better off than going to some COVID caving, weak, need, pathetic, non-scriptural church. Don't go back. Don't go back to them when they open either. It's time for the body of Christ to rise. We should be addressing evil, not collaborating with it. We should be conquering evil, not cooperating with it. This whole COVID response is evil. It is evil. If you don't know that, then you have never read the 13th chapter of the book of Revelation. You've never, you've never read about the ushering in of the new world order and the mark of the beast and the beast and the dragon themselves. You've never read it because if you can't see it, then you're being destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject you. So if you don't see it in these times, Christian, you, you don't get it. And I, and I marvel at it. You know, there's a local radio station here and they're all on there marveling at their COVID mitigations and how they're all, you know, on board with, you know, being their brother's keeper and being safe and, and keeping people safe. No, you, you don't know anything. You, don't, you, you obviously have no scriptural reference whatsoever to not see how COVID-19 is being used. It didn't, the COVID-19 did not destroy this economy. The response to it did. And the closures did. And the, it all started with the church capitulating 
to it, acquiescing to it, cooperating with it, collaborating with it. And all these people, we can't wait for our vaccines. How do, do you never read your Bible? Do you never read anything about the mark of the beast? Do you not, do you not have any scriptural foundation in your life whatsoever? You should sense this. Listen, you know, in Luke eleven thirteen, it says, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Have you asked the Holy Spirit in your life? Are you speaking in tongues? Are you prophesying? Are you, are you intermeshed with the Holy Spirit? Are you receiving his thoughts? Are you praying with groans that words cannot express? Because you should be able to sense in your spirit the evilness of these times and how COVID-19, a 99.9% post-infection survivable virus, which is exactly the same as the flu, has been used to shut your churches down. And you've bought in? You've bought into this? And I address this every show, and it's on purpose. I'll address two things with you. Tom, why do you, why do you start with Christians? Because it's scriptural. It's 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. So it begins with us first. And those Christians who can't see, you can't see that COVID has been used to usher in socialism, that COVID has been used to usher in the Biden administration. You can't see that. You can't see that the only reason why Joe Biden is president is because of mail-in balloting, and the only reason why there was mail-in balloting was because of COVID. So you've ushered in the biggest, the, the, the most outspoken, the most audacious baby butcherer in history has been ushered in to the White House because of COVID-19. You can't sense any of that. You can't sense that Israel is living under green cards to where there's people who have a green card, which means you've been vaccinated. They can go into places that people without green cards can't. They can travel to places that people without green cards can't. They have privileges that people without green cards don't have. And you can't sense any of this in your spirit. You need to start praying. You need to start speaking in tongues. You need to ask to be filled or refilled with the Holy Spirit if you can't sense these things because something has gone drastically wrong in your walk with God. And I mean drastically wrong in your walk with God if you can't sense these things. I mean, come on. Do you not see how this is used to control people? I mean, 60% of the businesses that have closed because of COVID-19 are closed permanently. Are you aware of that? Closed. You may, it may not have affected you. And until it does, you'll probably still be strapping your masks on and social distancing. But you know what? When it comes for you, and eventually it will come knocking for you, it will. It's just like all these liberals, all these white liberals on CNN, MSNBC, think that because they're militating for the social justice left that they themselves will never be canceled. If you're white and you're liberal, you may be a rung or two down the ladder from me, but they were up the ladder from me. But eventually when they get rid of all the people like me, what I mean by that is remove our platforms from us. They'll remove yours too. Cause you listen, you are less, you are less woke than they are because of your skin color only. Well, yeah, but I militated for the left all these years. That's not going to matter. But I just can't believe that Christians can't see it. 
I honestly can't believe how a Christian person who's born again, that whose body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, whose mind should be influenced by the Holy Spirit, cannot see the evilness behind this. That it's the Democrats endlessly touting COVID-19. That it's all these totalitarian Democratic governors that still have all their states locked down. And how they allow Walmart to be open but not churches. How can you not see it? It's truly, truly amazing to me that you can't see it. Hopefully you decide, listen, don't believe a word I say. Why don't you go pray? Shut the podcast off right now and go into a prayer closet and pray and ask God, is that guy right? Is there more to this COVID-19 thing? I mean, I can't believe you can't see it. Now that we're on, I think, 348 days of 15 days to flatten the curve, and all these states are still closed. You know, there's only one state in the union, one state in the entire union that had zero COVID mitigations outside of nursing homes. And that's Christy Nome, South Dakota. That's it. Even right here in Florida, which we have a great governor, awesome governor. Even we, we had some mitigations here. Lots of places with Matt. I mean, I just can't believe that those of you who are spirit-filled or at least are saved can't walk around and it doesn't just bother your spirit to see all these people walking around in the open air with masks on and think that there's nothing more to this than people trying to save your life. If you're so convoluted that you walk around in the open air, not not a soul in sight. You shouldn't be having a mask on, period. I don't care if you're in a jam. Tomorrow, this church will be jam-packed full of uh, approximately 400 people in two different services. We'll be jam-packed right next to each other. Still show up. Plenty of room for you. Be here tomorrow. Be here tomorrow. But it shouldn't matter to you. We won't, there won't be any mitigations. You know why? Because this has the exact same, exact same, statistics as the flu so why if we never mitigate for that you stay home if you want to if you're scared of the flu stay home you're scared of scared scared of COVID stay home they're like no 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 500,000 people have died of COVID-19 that is an absolute lie that is not true all it's been is a bunch of re of a bunch of redistributions reclassifications of deaths what used to be heart attacks are now COVID deaths what used to be strokes are now COVID deaths. The flu is mad. I can't believe that a Christian sees the flu completely disappear. In England, they've had zero flu cases this year. This year, in the middle, the flu season starts in October, folks. In England, they've had zero flu cases this year. And you as a Christian can't see that there's something odd about it? That we've had the exact same amount of deaths in 2020 that we had in 2019? It's the exact same, but allegedly there's 500,000 people died of COVID? And there's some uh, liberals out there espousing that we had about 3 million deaths, 3.1 million deaths. That's what they're espousing now. They're trying to, they're trying to put that propaganda out. But even if you do, the average, the average amount of deaths, total deaths per year in the United States is 2.9 million. So if you have 3.1 million, you got 200,000 extra deaths, right? Well, how do we have 500,000 allegedly extra COVID deaths? How is that possible? Then where's the other 300,000? Their um, numbers never add up. Even they can't be that fraudulent. They can't. There's no way to pull off that level of fraudulentness. They can't even, they can't do it. There's just no way to prove it. So I just can't, I didn't even mean to launch into this tirade right off the bat here, but I just can't believe a Christian can't see this. I, I, I'm absolutely baffled. I may not get to as many stories as I do tonight because of this rant, but I am absolutely baffled, especially people who are spirit-filled, speaking in tongues, prophesying, that cannot see this. What's the matter with you? 
How in the world can you not see? How can you not sense? How do you not discern the evil in the air? How do you not discern when all they say wear a mask? That's going to be over, you know, two months from now, 50 or 15 days to flatten the curve. At that time, they say masks are completely useless. Six months later, they say everybody has to wear one. Uh, four months after that, now you're supposed to wear two. How do you not see this? Even, even logically, let alone discernment. I, I just don't get it. Judgment begins at the house of God. How do you have so little, in, so little discernment in your spirit that you can't sense that there is evil in the air and suppression in the air? People forced to close their businesses. Churches forced to close in the United States of America. And you don't see anything with it? I mean, you don't see, you don't see the connection. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, that, and that none may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. You don't see that? Revelation chapter 13, you don't see any of that? It's, it, it, you don't, I mean, you have green cards going on in Israel right now. Vaccination passes being discussed in the United States are what's called common passes. Digital IDs, none of that rings a bell to you at all. None of, you can't see how this virus, the response to this virus, virus is very benign. This virus, this is not Ebola. Ebola is a death sentence. Bubonic plague, death sentence. 99.9%, the, the percentages are exactly this. From the CDC website, which espouses 500,000 deaths. But still on the CDC website, what is the average, average age of death of COVID? 80. That's an average age of death. 80. In order to get an average age of death of 80, everybody dies between 70 and 100, 70 and 90 to be precise with pre-existing conditions. But here's, here's the exact numbers, the exact per, percentages, percentages of death post-infection. Zero to 19, post-infection survival rate is 99.997. Zero to 19, all schools are closed. In church or COVID-caving clergy, COVID-caving pastors, COVID-caving Christians, you don't see a problem? You, you, you applaud these people trying to save your kids' lives? Kids are 70, depending on the age, 7 to 20% more likely to die of the flu post-infection in that age bracket than they are of COVID. And yet you think this is all about COVID? You really think this is all about COVID? You see, you see your, who should be your president because he's pro-life? Gets 74 million votes, the most votes of any incumbent president in history. And he loses because of seven cities, seven cities, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Detroit, Phoenix, and Las Vegas. He loses only because of those seven cities. Joe Biden underperforms Hillary Clinton in every other urban center except those seven cities. And somehow gets 81 million votes to Donald Trump's 71 million. They shut down the counting. This and there's no need to get your sleepies on in the middle of the night. You know why? Because the poll workers all work in shifts. There's no reason they shut it down in the middle of the night. Why? To generate ballots. That's all. And you again, this is only made possible to you, brought to you by the ridiculous response to COVID-19. And I wish that I could say the ridiculous response was by the Democratic Party only. 
But no, the ridiculous response was also Donald Trump. The ridiculous response was also his administration. The ridiculous response was by Republican governors. The ridiculous response was led by the church. Let's be good community partners and good neighbors. And let's show everybody how much we love them by capitulating to Anthony Fauci and Deborah Brooks. And let's close our doors. And there's still, there's churches right now that are gleefully closed. And don't think laziness doesn't have something to do with it. Teachers love not having to go to work and get paid. Pastors love not, the past, pastors aren't losing their jobs. I want you, let's look around the country. How many pastors are losing their jobs in comparison to their congregants? You might've thought I lost track, but I didn't. So here's the, here's the age bracket again. So 20 to 49 post-infection survival rate is what? 99 of COVID-19, 99.98. So you have two one hundredths of 1% chance of dying of COVID, which is less than the flu, by the way. So based from one to 50, you have less, way less of a chance of dying of COVID than the flu. Whoops. Or I, I correct that exactly the same. Somewhere between less or exactly the same. Kids, less. Adults, about exactly the same. Post-infection. So explain to me why truckers have lost their jobs. Explain to me why fishermen have lost their jobs for forever. Their businesses will never open again. Why somebody who's 48 years old, who has a pizzeria, has lost his business for forever in Manhattan? Explain to me why. Come on, Christian. COVID-caving Christian. Lover. Come on. Pastor Love. Showing us all how much you love people by closing, capitulating, and cooperating with a tyrannical government. Show me how that's loving. Explain that to me. Show me how ushering in the worst, the worst baby butchering president in history, who some of you, some of you never Trumpers out there. Well, he say you know these huge Christian, some of them huge Christian names, would would not vote for Donald Trump because he sends out mean tweets. But yet you will vote for, or either. You're either voting for or really still voting for, even if you don't vote for, even if you didn't actually, if you didn't vote for Donald Trump, you're voting for Joe Biden is what I'm trying to say. Because Donald Trump sends out mean tweets. I've read his tweets. There's an occasional one that's a little over in the mean category, but yet you're going to, you're going to usher in somebody who wants to tell a boy he's a girl and a girl he's a boy and butcher the unborn and unfathomable amounts who, who day one, day one, took down Trump's Mexico City plan, which was he defunded all international abortions from the United States. He did, good job. Good job, Christian leaders that didn't vote for him. Great job. You guys are great. Lincoln Project Republicans. All, the, all of you pastors that didn't vote for Donald Trump because he's too mean, and now you got the biggest baby butcher in history, just go join the Lincoln Project or just go join the Democratic Party because that's where you belong. I just don't, I will never understand how you can't sense the evil. I remember when this first started and I saw people from my own church out there quarantine day one, quarantine day two. What in the world were you thinking? Did you ever think, and now, and here's the the weirdest thing to me about it all. There's some Christians, not very many. There are some Christians that went, you know what? There's like, you know, a couple months in they're like, or even a couple weeks in went, you know what? None of this is all garbage. This is all a facade. Doesn't mean the virus isn't real. The virus is real. But you can take whatever they're telling. You take that 500,000 and 6% of those, which is roughly 30 to 40,000. Those are legitimate deaths of COVID-19. People have died because of COVID. It's 30 to 40,000. 
I have a, I have a study that absolutely proves it. It's a peer-reviewed study. It's from National File. Please pull it up and find it. How did we end up with 500,000 deaths? They changed death certificates it, throughout the country from the CDC. They changed part one to part two and part two to part one. How it used to work. Can you please check it out? National File. It's We have overestimated our COVID death count by 1,600%. If I have time, I'll read you a little bit of it. I read a little bit of it on Thursday. We have overestimated. This is a peer-reviewed National File article. Please pull it up. But all they did in, on death certificates, they forced doctors to fill out part. They just switched it on. For 17 years, 2003, death certificates were established for our country by the CDC. 2003, from 2003 to, to March. Hmm, what was March? Uh, what was March? COVID caving Christian. That's when we started all these ridiculous COVID mitigations. And in March of 2020, they changed the death certificate where part one is now part two, part two is now part one. This part one used to be, part one was the primary cause of death. Used to be pre-existing conditions. I was a cop for 25 years, 1992 to 2017. And I was, I was a part. I didn't sign death certificates. I went to a lot of dead bodies, done a lot of those things. I know how it works. The doctors would sign death certificates. But how it works is, is part one was pre-existing conditions. So if someone had congestive heart failure, cancer, and they, that would be the cause of death, even if they had the flu. The cause of death would be their congestive heart failure. The cause of death would be the stroke. The, you know, somebody who's lying in hospice with a stroke or with cancer and they end up with COVID or they end up with the flu and they end up dying. They were going to die anyway. I'm not trying to be coarse or mean or uncaring. We have to talk about facts. And what they did was change the two lines. They did this to Trump. To, to impeach him with the whistleblower. Right before, the, they used to have whistleblower rules where in order for you to be a whistleblower, you had to be the person hearing the conversation. You had to be in the conversation. You had to be in the room. They changed it. They changed it right before they went after Trump. They changed the actual document to read. All you have to do is hear about it. it that's why he's called a hearsay whistleblower. All you had to do is hear about a conversation. And then whistleblow. They changed it right before they impeached Trump. They did the same thing here. The primary cause of death used to always be the pre-existing conditions. Somebody who had congestive heart failure got a bad coronavirus, which was a cold. Colds, common cold is a coronavirus. But would catch the flu, let's say, catch pneumonia, and they would die. The cause of death would be congestive heart failure on line one, part one. Part two would be a contributing factor of the flu, pneumonia, or say coronavirus. They flipped them. Now what they did was they said, no, if coronavirus is present, put coronavirus as number one. And how did they determine whether it was present or not? A positive PCR test? No. All, sometimes, but all that a doctor had to be able to do was presume that it was COVID-19. And listen, please pull up. There's, there's hundreds absolutely hundreds of doctors that are confirming exactly what I'm saying right now. It's not just some right-wing zealot pastor in Inglewood, Florida, pastoring Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida. 
It's not. I do my research. I study to show myself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. I don't, just, I don't just bark these things out. This is absolute truth. That is why you have 500,000 peer-reviewed National File article. That's all you got to do. Put out peer-reviewed National File article 16, 1,600% and you will find this article. Our deaths are overestimated by 16, 1,600%. That's, that's fact. And otherwise, I want to ask everybody, then why don't, if there's 500,000, half a million people extra died, where are all the bodies? Why does nobody ask that? I wanted to ask that when Bill Clinton was bombing Bosnia for whatever reasons he was bombing Bosnia or George Bush for all of his, you know, sending in drone strike. Where, where, where are all the dead bodies that justify Joe Biden right now is bombing in Syria. Why? Where are the bodies that justify it? Why does nobody ask questions like that? Because we have no media. And here's the thing, too, is conservatives will not tackle this death thing. They won't do it. Fox News is scared. Every Fox News person is scared to do it. I don't really want to name names. I really don't. But all the big conservative pundits that I listen to and that I love and that do take good stands, none of them will tackle the COVID death count. They will not tackle it. Why? Because they'll get banned. They're afraid to listen. I'm threatened to be banned all the time. I'm off of YouTube. It costs me between 75 and 100 viewers tonight I have on YouTube all the time. And I'd have hundreds of viewers. I'm not, I'm not saying this to brag. I would have hundreds of viewers on YouTube regularly now if I wasn't habitually banned. I would have thousands. Right now we've got 175 people watching us live on Facebook. I don't know how many we have on Periscope. We, you know, somewhere between 10 and 30 on Facebook is what we on Periscope is what we have. If I was left alone, We've had 800 people watching us live and have them completely shut down our broadcast. I I would have thousands of people. If I was just left alone, I would have thousands of people. But see, people don't want to do that. They're scared of it. I'm not scared of it. I hate it. I I hate totalitarianism. I hate when people come after my First Amendment rights to speak. I don't care. Listen, people say, well, you know what? They're private companies. You know, Facebook, YouTube. It's an epic rant I'm on tonight. Facebook, YouTube, they're private companies. You know, they can do whatever they want. No, you can't. I'm sorry, you can't. Here's the thing. If I own an apartment complex and I said that transgender people cannot move in, it's private property. Do I have the right to do that? No, I don't have the right to do that. Nor should I. People want to be transgender? Go ahead. You can be transgender. I'm not calling you by your chosen sex. I will be calling you by your biological sex. Not your chosen sex. Because there is no such thing as a chosen sex. You are what you're born. And don't give me your hermaphrodite every now and one in a billion person that's born like that. I'm just talking in the general sense. You are what you're born. I, I, I still would rent to you. I, if a homosexual couple wanted to rent in the building that I own, do I have the right to turn them down? No, nor would I want to. Listen, people who are living in homosexuality, it's the same as the fornicator who are living in uh, heterosex. They're all, listen, anybody who doesn't repent of their sexual sin, I've sexually sinned. Most people have sexually, you don't turn from it. You're going to die and go straight to hell. Simple as that. It's the Bible. Galatians chapter five, verse 19 through 21. Please read it. If you don't believe that one, then go to, go to first Corinthians chapter six, verse nine. If you don't believe that, go to revelation chapter 21. You can read it for yourself. That's the Bible, which most churches don't preach anymore. They want to make sure everybody who's sexually sinning feels very comfortable straight to hell. See, I can go off on any tributary at any minute. 
So the thing is, they don't have the right to take away our free speech because they don't like our political rhetoric. They don't like it. They find excuses. They say whatever, but what they're doing is tyrannical on these things. But see, these conservative pundits won't tackle hard issues. They're all scared, they're all scared now to talk about voting machines. Mike Lindell just got sued by Dominion Voting Machines for $1.5 billion. And people are scared. They don't invite them on. Listen, even this, I'm talking about Newsmax. I'm talking about Owen. I'm talking about Fox. They don't even invite them on. They're afraid. They don't want to get sued. Nobody, nobody will talk about this COVID death count. All the, all the Christians, all the conservatives, just yield to it as if it's true. It's not. How do you have 500,000 extra people die and your death count not go up 500,000? Explain it to me, please. No, what it is is simple redistributions or reattributions, however you want to phrase it, into another column. That's all that it is. That's what it doesn't mean people. Listen, 30 to 40,000 people have died of COVID, which is a typical flu season. How many do you know? That 30 to 80,000 Americans per year die of flu. And if we actually tracked it the way that we tracked COVID, we could usher in a flu lockdown. A flu quarantine, flu social distancing. If we tracked it, if I gave you the flu deaths every day like they were doing for COVID, it'd scare you into doing that too. Not people necessarily that are watching this. And I'm preaching to the choir right now. All right, there we go. Longest rant in the start of this show's history. All right, I'm going to go to, uh, let's go to Matt Gates. This is at CPAC. He says the greatest threat to our liberty is big government. The second greatest, which this is true, which I didn't think of and think that this was true until a couple years ago. The second greatest threat to our liberty is big business. And there is no bigger business than big tech. Play it for me. You know, the greatest threat to our liberty is big government. And the second greatest threat to our liberty is big business. And there is no bigger business than big tech. The flow of digital information impacts every aspect of our lives. If we win the debate but lose the internet, ours will be the last generation of American greatness. They'll open the borders, lock down our businesses, and squelch even the faintest whispers of dissent. And here's what I don't get. Leaders in both parties have no problem flooding the deserts of the Middle East with American cash and American blood over the mirages of democracies potentially emerging far, far away. But they won't lift a finger here in our country to do what is necessary to preserve our republic, and that is to ensure access to the digital world for everyone, regardless of their politics. Exactly right. Bring it back to me. And that's all that I'm asking for. I'm not asking for any special privileges. I'm asking for equal, you know, just a that the rules stay the same for the entire game. They don't. I say one thing, I do it. You tell me, you tell me some liberal who used 13 seconds of somebody's unauthorized media allegedly that I did on, on 13 seconds of some video and the, you don't even know which video. They won't even tell you what video. And they pulled my, at five, at, I don't know, five, 5,000 plus views at that point, just pull the video down. All that we're asking, it, it's all about section 230. That needs to be of, of, of federal, federal statute 230 that gives special exemptions to what our platforms are supposed to be open platforms. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Gab, MeWe, 
Rumble are supposed to be open platforms. The only exception being like terrorism, violence, and pornography. Everything else should go. Everything else should be free. You should be able to say whatever it is that you want to say, but you can't. That is a violation of the Constitution, even if you do not ever amend Section 230 of the statute book, which Section 230 says these are platforms. They have special exemptions. They can't be sued for what I say. Only I can be sued for what I say on Facebook. They can't. But now when you're a platform, see, you have to abide by rules. Otherwise, you lose that exemption. They are no longer platforms or publishers because they're editing their content. If they're taking down my videos, they are editing my content. Facebook, did you hear that? If you take down my videos, you are editing content and you are a publisher. And they should be able to be sued for everything I say then. And everything anybody says on their platform then, because they're no longer a platform, they are a publisher. Simple as that. All right, throw that one up there, Tom. There you go. Perfect. Look at this. Breitbart News, a recent report from National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, claims that Facebook had 20.3 million reported incidents of child abuse, of child sexual abuse material. Look at the bottom. Report Facebook a hotbed of child sexual abuse material. Back to me. And they take me down? What's the worst thing that I say? That that Fauci's a joke? That's the whatever. What's the worst thing that I say? Jesus is Lord? What's the worst thing I say? Narrows the way and few find it? Facebook's a hotbed of child sexual exploitation and they're taking me down? 20.3 million incidences? And they take me down? For what? For what? They're going to reap what they sow. You come after the church. Rodney Howard Brown says this all the time. America's pastor, Rodney Howard Brown. America's evangelist, Jonathan Shellsworth. Those are my two favorite preachers. He says it all the time. You come after the church. Watch out. You know, you come out and you're taking down my videos and you're doing these things. Look, at you've already been exposed, Facebook. It'll only get worse. Stop trifling with God. You're like, you're not God, Tom. I know I'm not God. I just happen to be one of his children. And you can be too if you're not saved tonight. Ask Jesus to come into your life and turn from your sin. All right, Sebastian Gorka tweet. Beyond even Orwell or Huxley's nightmare visions. Go right to the video, Tom. Can you imagine this? I mean, this is live, not live, but this is from yesterday or the day before. This is in the state of Washington in the United States of America. State of Washington, United States of America. And here, here, here's my beef. Here's my beef. You ready? Here's my, here's my beef with this. It's, it, it's not only that Jay Inslee institutes this in his state. That's the governor of the state of Washington. Where are the parents? Why would you uh, see if you can, Tom? See if you can work this out for me. Get a freeze frame of those kids playing somehow or another, and just put a. You can put it even over me while I'm talking. You just work on it. Do the best you can. Don't you just put the tweet back up? That's good, right there. How is it that where are the parents? See if you can get it to where you can actually see kids in there somehow or another. I know I'm giving you a lot to do. That's my son. If you're wondering who I'm talking to, it's Tommy running the show tonight. Aaron runs it on Thursdays. My wife's over there too. Hope's her name. I just wonder where the parents are that you allow your child to go in there and suck his own carbon dioxide inside this freaking bubble while he's playing in the band. 
You're, you're so scared of COVID. Don't worry about it if it's that big a deal. <laughs> if you're so scared of COVID, 76% of, 76% of COVID cases are caught inside your own home and then you lock down with your family at the government's insistence or the government's mandate under penalty of law. And this is what I mean, bring it back to me. So I, I just, I can't imagine people would actually see that image and it's your own child. And, 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 and again, Christians, where are you at? Where, where are the Christians in Washington? Where are you at? Where are the protests? You're like, well, you're not protesting in Florida. Uh, we're open. I can't go up to, I can't go up to Washington. I'm not getting on a plane where I got to strap on a face diaper. I'm not going to strap on something that says lie on my face. I'm not saying that if I had to fly somewhere, I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying I'm not going to voluntarily do it. But where are the Christians? Where are you? Where are the parents? Does it strike you as odd? Oh, there it is. That's awesome. Put that up. Does that not strike you as odd, parent? What if your child was number 29 there, number 27? The girl, the, look at the girl right there playing the sax right in front of us. Does this, I mean, this, if this doesn't rivet your soul, you've lost your freaking mind. Freaking is not a cuss word, by the way. It's freaking. It's not the F word. I don't use the F word. Freaking means freak out. So everybody don't freak out over me using the word freak. So this, this doesn't bother you? Washington State Christian, Washington State parent, Washington State Democrat, Washington State Republican. This doesn't bother you? Hey, and by the way, great job right here. I'll talk to my own local community first. Great job, COVID cavers right here in Inglewood, Florida. Nice job. This is what you've ushered in to your country. Great, great job doing it. Well, I didn't do that. All I did was quarantine for a while. Listen, bring it back to me. You buy into one. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. You buy into the lie. Well, I'm going to wear it because if I don't, if I, I got to wear the mask because other people yell at me if I don't. Tell those people to take their masks and shove them up their rear end. People don't come up. That, listen. I'm a, I may have a face that's not overly agreeable because nobody has ever come up and tell me to put a mask on. I ain't putting a stupid mask on when I walk around Home Depot. They can kick me out. It's private property. They want to do it. I can't believe that that does not just start a revolt in Washington where kids are playing their instruments in green bubbles. I mean, come on. Yeah, put that up there. Look at this kid. Now, what if your kid was number eight? Can you imagine it? I, I'm telling you right now, I just, I refuse to live like this. Back to me. I refuse to live like this. I won't do it. I'm not living this way. That's why I never closed my church. Look it up. Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida. We never closed. We never will. Listen, they can take me to jail. There was people there writing blogs about us, threatening our lives. We had the news. I, at the time, we were a church of 200 people. We've doubled since then or more. Because, listen, people are sick and tired of their weak, need, pathetic, COVID-caving pastors. We don't preach in the Bible before anyway. So they ran to where the Bible's being preached and they ain't going back. I would never go back. I don't care. I'll tell you right now. I've said this a million times before. I'm going where the Bible's preached and they do not. Listen, the Bible's not being preached. If you close your church period, no plague shall draw near thy dwelling. And they even call this a plague is, is absolutely out of line. Anyway, it's not a plague. 
It's a great, it's a great or a, a grievous exaggeration to call it a plague. But just using the Bible, whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loose. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. Jesus said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. And you can't bind a flu bug from China. You weren't preaching the Bible. You weren't preaching the Bible then. And you ain't preaching the Bible now. Unless you've repented of closing your church. And I don't care if you've opened. I don't care if you've opened you're still mitigating. Right down the road from here, there's a Methodist church. And they've got their mask service. So you can go to their mask service or their unmask service. I'm sure they're both incredibly social distanced. I'm sure. I don't know that. You're not open. And you're not a Bible believer. I don't, I don't care. I, I, listen, if you're worried about what, if, that I'm going to be crushed by comments sent to me, I don't care. I trust in what the Word of God says. Period. I don't care what Anthony Fauci says. I don't care. I don't care if it was a plague of rattlesnakes falling from the sky. We are not closing our church. First, fourth, and 14th Amendment rights. Give me that as a United States citizen, let alone as a Christian. You don't close your church. The underground churches in China, I don't think they were closed either, but I don't know. Amazing how Christians, too, buy into their Romans 13 ideology. <laughs> they, they buy into Romans 13 for America, then send their dollars to churches violating Rome, their, their version of Romans 13 in China and in various other totalitarian countries. Amazing. The Chinese underground church is violating their ruling authorities every day and you send them money you send them bibles and you don't see your own hypocrisy if you don't see the evil of covid then i guess you don't see your own evil you don't see your own hypocrisy in obeying romans 13 in america romans 13 is not about about caving to people closing your churches i mean please read the book of acts where Peter and John said, we would love to listen to our ruling authorities, but we can't because it would violate the gospel. What they're talking about in Romans 13 is when a cop pulls up behind you and pulls you over, pull over. Don't commit murder or they're going to arrest you for it. That's what it's talking about. It's not talking about surrendering your rights. What if, what if they said surrender your firstborn daughter? That's your ruling authority. That's happened before. You're going to go with it? Surrender your firstborn authority. If you were, if you were uh, an Aztec, in the Aztec culture, and you were you had to burn your children in the fire. That was your ruling authority. Would you do it? No. Well, now here's the other thing. You're, you don't have ruling authority as people in the United States. You have a ruling document called the Constitution. That's what rules you, foolish one. And here's the thing. You can be offended or you can be changed. Those are your options. You can be offended or you can be changed. I'm just really offended by this pastor down here. Well, that pastor just told you the truth. So you can decide what you want to do. You can be a liberal who responds with rage to the truth, or you can be like a Christian who responds, but with repentance to the truth. Regardless of how you don't like my style, that's fine. That's between me and God. And you don't like it, that's fine. But if the truth is the truth, then that's you should concede to the truth. You should acquiesce to the truth. Many Christians have shown they're perfectly willing to acquiesce to lies instead of the truth. All right, Washington Examiner tweet. Governor Christy Noem, COVID didn't crush the economy. Government crushed the economy. She's exactly right. Play it for me. Most governors shut down their states. 
What followed was record unemployment, businesses closed, most schools were shuttered, and communities suffered. And the U.S. economy came to an immediate halt. Now let me be clear, COVID didn't crush the economy. Government crushed the economy. And then, just as quickly, government turned around and held itself out as the savior. And frankly, the Treasury Department can't print money fast enough to keep up with Congress's wish list. But not everyone has followed this path. For those of you who don't know, South Dakota is the only state in America that never ordered a single business or church to close. We never instituted a shelter-in-place order. We never mandated that people wear masks. We never even defined what an essential business is, because I don't believe that governors have the authority to tell you that your business isn't essential. There you go. You see, she outlined something important here that I'll highlight. What's, there, what's, there, what's the ideology of the left that all the Christians have caved to? If you're wearing a mask, you've caved to the left. If you're social distancing, you've caved to the left. If you acknowledge that 500,000 people have died of COVID, you've caved to the lies of the left. Cave to them. If you call this the greatest plague of our time, which many conservative pundits say, you've caved to the left. What do they do? They crush the economy, crush all small businesses, and it's all about leverage. Do you see it or do you not? You don't, you don't say the right thing in your parlor. You get taken off of Amazon web services and crushed into oblivion because there's no competitor to Amazon. Now, listen, that's Amazon web services. You can breathe and you can live without their web services, right? What happens when Bill, Bill Gates right now is the single largest private land owner of farmland in the United States. What's a little tech nerd like Bill Gates, who's 60 something years old? Why is he scooping up thousands or even hundreds of thousands, thousands of acres of farmland in the United States? Why would that be? It's all about leverage. You don't believe that COVID caving Christian, because everything's a conspiracy theory. Just Google it. I hate to even use the term. Just duck, duck, go it. Go ahead. Do it right now. Do it on your computer. Do it. It's an absolute fact. He is number one. The, the biggest private land owner in the country is Billy Gates of farmland. Absolute fact. Why? Why would Bill Gates be doing that? I don't know. I don't leverage. They crush all the little businesses so they can have these giant, massive corporations who have all leverage. Let me explain to you how that works. Let's use Walmart as an example. And you want to you compete with Walmart, let's say, and you just want to open up Tommy's Grocery Store. Name it after my son. You want to do Tommy's Grocery Store. Well, all, of this, all Walmart has to do because they have leverage is call all your suppliers and say, you supply him, we're off. You will never supply us again. What are they going to do? Supply Tommy's Grocery Store? Or are they going to say, well, in order for us to survive, we can only, we're going to have to obey Walmart. That's exactly what's happening with the tech tyrants. 
They're doing the same thing. They have all the leverage. Gab is tiny in comparison. Rumble is tiny in comparison. MeWe, which is already capitulated to the rage mob, editing their content. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm still posting on MeWe a little bit, but I'm not real big on them. Rumble and Gab is our hope, but they're, they're tiny. That's why we've all got to get Gab accounts. We've all got to get Rumble accounts, but you can't go live. Come on, Gab and Rumble. Get where we can go live. Come on. Show that you can compete with Silicon Valley, please. Please. I love you guys too. I love you. And I appreciate you. I really do. I love, I love Torba from Gab. I do. I love him, but listen, come on. But it's all about leverage. They can just leverage you out. What if, what if only only way to get food is to have it delivered by Amazon? That's the goal, folks. They leveraged out your ability. They're trying to leverage out your ability to drive to a grocery store, but via COVID, you can't anymore. You look at our, you can't go vote anymore in person. So we can just make up votes out of thin air, calling them mail-in ballots to usher in Democrats. You will never see another Republican elected president if those seven cities are not dealt with. Atlanta, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Detroit, Milwaukee, Phoenix, and Las Vegas. If you don't deal with them, you will never see a senator elected out of any of those six states. Because of those seven cities, and you will never, ever see a Republican president again. Even if Trump runs in 2024, you don't fix those cities, it's over. It's all you, COVID is used to bring in Democratic Party leverage. And it's working. It's working great. All the, the church came first. The church came first. Woo! The spirit-filled warriors of God were the first to cave and close their churches because they wanted to show how loving they were. They created, listen, they created their own food pantries for all the people in their church that they caused to be unemployed. That's like kicking somebody's teeth out and then offering to pay to go get their false teeth made at the dentist. Or maybe you can pay for their implants if you got a lot of money. But it's all about leverage. It's all that it is. And they want to crush the economy and then print us money into oblivion. We are $30 trillion in debt almost. $28 trillion in debt right now today. $28 trillion in debt. And you, you might wonder why on here I don't ever talk about checks being mailed out to people because I don't agree with it. That's why. Don't care what I don't care what anybody thinks. It's printed money. It's useless money. Six hundred bucks. It costs. It costs me to, to for these. I have five commercial parcels. That's that's where I'm broadcasting from right now here in Inglewood, Florida. Five commercial parcels. Cost me seven thousand dollars a month. Seven thousand dollars a month, and six, they're going to mail you six hundred dollars every six months. And those businesses in Manhattan, they're paying fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a month. And they've been out of business. Listen, make no mistake. People are still saying, well, it's been like, you know, eight or nine months. It hasn't been eight or nine months. It's been 12 months since this place, since this country has been locked down. And you're going to mail them a check for $1,400? What on earth is that going to do? <laughs> what, what's it going to do to mail somebody whose business is now bankrupt? And before, luckily, before they went bankrupt, by trying to stay afloat, they charged everything. So now they're a million dollars in debt, in credit card debt and bank loans. And you mail them a check for $1,400. That's Joe Biden for you. Woo! 
that it's not just Joe Biden either. It's 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 weak need, pathetic, spineless, beta male Republicans. Same thing, like the Ben Sasses of the world, the Mitt Romneys of the world, Susan Collins of the world, Murkowski's, Toomey, Burr, those pathetic, boot-licking morons. They're all the same. It's the head of a two-headed snake. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Here's the thing. Every single Democrat is wrong and a few Republicans are right. And most Republicans are Democrats in disguise. That's an absolute fact. They want to crush businesses and print money. I don't get it. You may wonder why. And I've said this a couple times. You may wonder why people want to control you because you never want to control people. Don't try to understand it anymore. Then you would try to understand when you look at some sort, not that you ever should or, or anything, but when you think of people who are sexually sadomasochistic and you're like, why on earth would anybody be into getting whipped or beaten? Why would anybody be into that? There's people who are. Well, there's people who are into controlling you. Their names are Joe Biden. Their names are Kamala Harris. Their name's Gretchen Whitmer. Their name is Phil Murphy, governor of New Jersey. Their name is Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York. Gavin Newsom, governor of California. Jay Inslee, governor of, of Washington. Kate Brown, governor of Oregon. They're all a bunch of perverts. They want to control people. And once you give them, I mean, I just can't believe that the church would surrender their freedom. Gee, the word of God says in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. And do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. And the church is the first. Is the fir- they were on the front lines of capitulation and acquiescence to this entire hoax. The virus is not a hoax. The virus exists. The response to it is a hoax. See, we have to do things. And this, this is the kind of thing that has to happen. I love this. This is a reporter from the Federalists just eviscerating Jim Acosta. Put up that tweet for me, Tom. CNN star reporter Jim Acosta is confronted over his network's lack of coverage of Governor Cuomo's mounting scandals. And by the way, number two came forward today in sexual harassment accusers of Andrew Cuomo. Number two. Just imagine if that was Donald Trump. Just imagine if it was Donald Trump Jr. Just imagine if it was a prominent Republican. What kind of airtime it'd be getting. Mounting scandals over alleged death cover-ups. He's responsible for roughly at least 16,000 deaths inside of nursing homes that he himself legislated into being. Bullying and sexual harassment. Play the video for me. Won the election. Hey, Jim, I'm oh, Dave Marcus from The Federalist. When are you guys going to start covering Cuomo? When are you guys going to start covering Cuomo? No, I'm asking you a serious question. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. He killed 10,000 people and he's accused of sexual assault. And you guys want to talk about Ted Cruz. If you don't mind, so what? No, no. When are you going to start covering
What do you have to say about Cuomo? I'm here to do a job right now. Oh, oh you won't oh. make one comment, you, you coward. You to say about Trump. Nothing to say about Cuomo? I'm here to do a job. What do you have to say about Cuomo? Nothing? Nothing, right? You have nothing to say about Andrew Cuomo. The emperor of New York, and you have nothing to say. Okay, then we see it. Then we see it. At least you don't on your friends. Then we see it. Yeah, that's good. The mainstream media does not exist. I mean, not that anybody on watching this would probably ever take anything Jim Acosta says seriously. I certainly would not. But just so you know, he's given every opportunity to say one thing. What, what happened to you believe every accuser, Jimmy Acosta? You've said that before, I'm sure. When it was, when it was Trump, I'm sure you believed every accuser. Remember the, all the rhetoric that came out? Like Maisie Arono, out of the senator out of Hawaii, you believe every accuser? I, I, I remember Kamala Harris saying, do you have to believe every accuser? And that she believes the accusers of Joe Biden. What happened? What happened? Listen, I'm not, I'm not saying, the people lie sometimes. I'm not saying that these accusers of Cuomo are telling the truth. I'm just saying, what happened to the rhetoric, Jim Acosta? If that was Donald Trump Jr., what would be going on right now? And here's my point with all this. This is why you don't cave to these people. Jim Acosta's got a mask on that's so big you can barely see his little beady eyes. It's so big, these masks get bigger and bigger, covering more and more of your face. The Fouch, the great lawn dwarf, he wears masks so big that you can't see anything but his eyes. And you follow people like this? Well, Tom, it's not just people on the left. It really is. It's people on the left pushing this COVID propaganda and trying to get as much buy-in on the right as they can. And people on the right are so afraid of them that they're going to be called misogynists, that they're going to be called uh, science deniers, that they're going to uh, be called racist. They're so afraid. Learn to be like me. I don't care what anybody calls me. People want to call me a racist and go prove it. Prove that I'm a racist. Prove it, you clown show. Prove it. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to follow the truth. That's what principle is. When Donald Trump screwed up, I would talk about it right here on the podcast. I don't care. Under Donald Trump, he was mounting incredible debts. Uh, the truth, that's called a principal person. A principal person follows the truth no matter what their political party does. No matter what their wife does. No, even no matter what their church does. You follow the truth. It's a sad and pathetic thing that there are many Christians that haven't been in church since March of last year. At least on a regular basis. I'm talking normal church, not your COVID crap. I'm talking normal church. It's an absolute affront to Jesus and affront to the word of God. It's you've not been in regular church services since March of last year. And it's a front to God that pastors who closed their churches haven't repented of it. I'm not reopening is not repentance. Reopening and acting like you never closed is not repentance. Those are the people you're following. Jim Acosta, who you, you pastor loves, you great purveyors of love inside the church. Oh, we're showing everybody how much we love them by wearing a mask. Oh, really? A mask? What does a mask do? Have you ever looked at the science of a mask? What's the, what, what, what's the size of a COVID-19 particle? Come on. If you're going to espouse mask wearing and double mask wearing and triple mask wearing, then tell me the size of a COVID-19 particle. See, I know what it is because I study to show myself approved. That's not being, being braggadocious. That's just a fact. I've studied to show myself approved. 0.06 to 0.14 microns is the size of a COVID-19 particle. An N95 mask will block a particle that's 0.35 microns. A very large COVID-19 particle is 
Does point three block point one four? No. That's like trying to block a mosquito using a chain link fence. Will conservative pundits say it? No. Why? Differing weights and differing measures, the Lord detests them both. That's out of the book of Proverbs. Differing weights, differing measures, the Lord detests them both. That's deciding what truth you're going to tell, depending on how it affects me. Why would you do that? Why would you? That's a lack of integrity. That's a lack of principle. If you won't tell the truth because you're afraid of how it's going to... I, I have great fear for the trial that's coming up in Minneapolis with Derek Chauvin. He did not kill George Floyd. I am not saying he handled that... Again, cop. For 25 years straight, 1992 to 2017. 13 of those years, I was pastoring this church also. I'm not, I would not have handled that police call that way with the four officers on his back when he was asking that he was saying that he couldn't breathe. But he did not die of asphyxiation. He died of a fentanyl overdose. Facts! So you have to deal with that. The most Derek Chauvin could be charged with is battery, ag battery, culpable negligence. He's not a murderer, folks. So I wonder, is a judge going to do that? Or are they going to be like John Roberts who refused, refused to hear a case because he was scared of rioting? You don't do that. That's differing weights and differing measures. The Lord hates that. Condemning the innocent and acquitting the guilty. The Lord detests those also, also out of the book of Proverbs. Please look them up. You don't acquit the guilty and condemn the innocent. It's going on here all the time in our country. Impeaching President Trump twice. That's condemning the innocent. What did he do? Nothing. But again, Christians, conservatives with masks on, believing there's 500,000 COVID deaths, believing this is the plague of our generation with a 99.9% survival rate. What are you doing? Why would you believe a lie? Why would you choose to believe lies? Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. What are you doing? Wearing a mask is espousing lies that's evil and you're calling it good. It's waking anybody up? Hey, as much as you can. They shadow ban me all the time. Many people tell me that they hit share and it does nothing. Do all that you can to share this video. We're going to go you know, for a while longer here. Share this video. Share it as much as you can. Save it and share it. Do whatever you possibly can. Send this to people who need to hear it. Well, Tom, it may cost me friends. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. I lost 40% of my church, but Jesus is Jesus. And now my church is three, almost three times the size it was in 2020. Maybe it is three times the size it was. I don't know. I don't know how many people we got. Lots. You need to join me here tomorrow. 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood. We're not done. Don't anybody log off. This is my little commercial. You can hang in there for just a second. 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida Foundation Church. I preach hellfire and brimstone. I preach repentance. I preach that judgment is coming for every individual. That's in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or evil. That's the fact. We preach it. 
I preach that you should be filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I preach the Bible. Period. I don't preach you're eternally secure that you said a sinner's prayer when you were seven years old, have lived in complete sin, and, you, and, you, and you're 38 now, and you're, if you die today, you go to heaven. No, I'm not Charles Stanley. I do not preach that. That doesn't mean I don't love Charles Stanley. I just don't preach that because it's not the Bible. I open the Bible hurts me too for the word of God's quick, powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. I preach the Bible. Period. And it hurts. But it also, it doesn't just, it hurts initially, but then it empowers and rebuilds and edifies and strengthens. Never should a church have ever capitulated to COVID-19. They should have stood on the word of God. But they weren't standing on the word for many years. Well, we want homosexuals to feel comfortable in our church. We want Muslims to feel comfortable in your church. They shouldn't feel comfortable. They should feel convicted and loved. Those are two very different things. I'll go out to lunch with anybody. I'll love on anybody. I won't even preach them if they want, don't want to be preached. But when they walk into this building right here, 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida, duck, duck, go it. Find out how far we are away from your home. Drive here tomorrow, and I would love to shake your hand and meet you. Drive here. See if it's a, you know, if you're in the Tampa Bay area, go to the River Church, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, 930 tomorrow morning. If not, join me here. 9 a.m. and 11.15 a.m. All right, Sarah Gonzalez tweet. Here we go. Look at this. I see this all the time. Explain to me how that makes sense. Sarah writes, I can't. I know. I get it, Sarah. I don't know you, but I get it. I mean, come on. I see this all the time. People, that's obviously a spousal relationship going on there. What on earth are you doing? <laughs> you have to be a special level of convoluted and deceived to be living, back to me, to be living your life that way. How can you be living your life that way? Speaking of that, here's the new football practice for you. Play it for me. Give me volume. There you go. Turn that volume up if you can. So this is part of the coaching there job you. now? Yeah. Exactly. Clean as we go. Looks good to me. Looks shiny too. <laughs> you see the bring it back to me. You see the capitulation in that? <laughs> it looks shiny too. Your lives are being destroyed by your government. Stealing, stealing all your freedoms. You already played all of last football season, coach, in front of empty stadiums. I refuse to watch the NFL. I refuse to watch college football. I will not watch these games with these COVID clumps in the stands and these cardboard cutouts in the stands. I will not watch it. I will not allow myself. I will not allow myself to normalize that. I will not do it. I will not become used to this. You see how they are? They, they, all these coaches, they got masks all over their faces. Going, this is all part of practice now. They've all been indoctrinated. I refuse to be indoctrinated. I will not laugh this off. I will not spray dummies down in the middle of football practice. I used to coach football too and play football. I would not do that. No. Well, that might mean you lose your job. I'd rather lose my job standing in righteousness. All these cops, both in 
in the United States and in Canada and in Australia, all of which I've seen videos that are arresting people for COVID violations. You guys are pathetic. You are pathetic, spineless, principalist, jackbooted thugs. That's all you are for arresting people for not social distancing, not wearing a mask or COVID curfews. What's the matter with you? You swore to uphold and protect and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. I did the same thing in, in August of 1992, and I kept that oath until two, August of 2017, straight, 25 years. I would never, I will never collect people's guns. I will never arrest somebody for not wearing a mask or not social distancing. What's the matter with you? You swore to uphold Amendment 1, Amendment 4, and Amendment 14. Well, I don't want to lose my job. You're a coward. You're a pathetic coward. Not to mention the Gestapo, the, the, which is the FBI, which is just the law enforcement wing of the Democratic Party. You are the most pathetic of all greatest law enforcement agency in the world. You are the jackbooted thug Gestapo. Of the, of the left-wing Democratic Party. That is what you are. Bubba Wallace has 12 agents show up because of a, a alleged noose that's been sitting there for years. And how many, how many FBI agents showed up when they were attacking the federal courthouse in Portland? Zippo. Christopher Wray refuses to even acknowledge the existence of Antifa pathetic and i'm talking the entire thing too the entire fbi is pathetic they are the gestapo they are they're sitting there they they are the enforcement wing along with antifa of the democratic party that's all the fbi is now showing up in swat gear when they arrested roger, roger stone they with their ars and their swat gear roger stone doesn't have the right doesn't have a passport he didn't have a gun he he's 70 years old they had frogmen in his canal behind his house. That's the F-B-I for Roger Stone. You pathetic cowards. Well, you know, I, I'm just doing what I'm told. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who paid the ultimate price for saying exactly that. And I hope at minimum you lose your jobs when the right people are in office. All right, here's a Mac tweak, a tweet. Well, it's a video only. This is Joe Biden walking around in his usual fog. Play it for me. Hey, Tommy, freeze this when I tell you to freeze it, okay? Be ready. It's coming up. Right there, freeze it. You see Anthony Fauci back there in the back? First of all, let me just go ahead and illustrate, narrate about his mask. Look at, look at the size of the mask on his face. Now, I also want you to notice, lo and behold, since Biden's come into office, Anthony Fauci now wears a white lab coat. And I want you to notice what's in his left front pocket, a stethoscope, a stethoscope. Why does Anthony Fauci have a stethoscope in his lab coat? Explain to me whose heart he's going to be listening to. Anthony Fauci has not seen a patient in 40 to 50 years. Anthony Fauci is an epidemiologist. He doesn't see patients. Explain to me why he has a stethoscope. Explain to me why it is that suddenly he has a white lab coat on. And last thing, could you cover any more of your face, Anthony Fauci, than what you've covered right there? Absolutely pathetic. Back to me. Christians, why would you follow the man? Back to me. I ask again, why would you follow anybody like that I mean, but, but what, what does he have a stethoscope in there his pocket for it just drives me crazy why 
It's just all optics. That's all the Democratic Party is. It's all optics. What happens right after that is Joe Biden forgets he has a mask. Kamala Harris. Here, play, put the video back on. Finish it up, Tom. Play it. Fast forward it a little bit. There, no, you're good. You're good. You're perfect. Right where you had it. My mistake. My mistake. There he goes. There he goes. Forgets his mask. Here's who you're following, everybody. Get your mask on and be compliant. 1984, George L. Orwell. You will be compliant. The man never shows up for a presser by himself. You know what? He hasn't done a press conference without his handlers yet. Not one. And the reason why he's in office, you think that I'm crazy about all this stuff? The reason why Joe Biden is off it is because of COVID-19 and the capitulation, collaboration, and acquiescence to its response. That's why he's in office right now. The, great, the most grievous baby butcher in history. All right, Charles Payne tweet. They never want to give back the power, and, and that's what COVID-19 is all about, and there is never a temporary spending program. Bottom part, which you're going to watch her video, whenever you give a politician power, it's a struggle. This Beverly Hallberg, it's a struggle to get it back. They want us dependent on them. Join, uh, I won't read the rest of that. Play the video for me. I completely think so. I think whenever you give a politician power, it's a struggle to ever get it back. And what they have realized during this time, especially our governors, you think of Governor Andrew Cuomo who's had his fair share of scandals. He made decisions, took these emergency powers to make one person similar to a dictator to make decisions for the rest of the state. You also have the governor of Michigan doing the same thing, breaking their own state constitutions to do so. I think a lot of this is they love the power they hold over us. And I think there could even be a climate agenda. Fewer of us are traveling or using our cars. And I think they could yeah. say, well, this is leading to a cleaner environment. So let's keep everything shut down. They don't want this economy to work. They want us to be dependent on them. Here's the interesting thing with that from Beverly Hallberg there. She said it thinks that has something to do with the climate agenda. First of all, she likes, she says they love having power over us. You're perverted. You're a pervert. You're a sadomasochistic pervert. You're a deviant. It is homosexual in nature. For Gretchen Whitmer, for Phil Murphy, for Andrew Cuomo, for Gavin Newsom, Jay Inslee, Kate Brown, many others. Jay, Jay Pritzker. They love it. They're weird. They're perverts that love to control people. Uh, let's see. Uh, you're essential. And uh, uh, you're not essential. Okay, you know what? Last month you were not essential, but now I'm going to deem you essential. If you're a good boy or girl, and if you're bad, I'm going to deem you not essential again. If you take your mask, no, if you let your mask go under your nose, then I'm going to punish you. You see, you're a, you're a freaking pervert to live like that. Who wants to live like that? Who wants to control people like that? I certainly don't. You know what I want? I want to be left alone. That's it. I want to be, le just let me live my life. Let me compete on social media. If people want to watch me, great. If they don't, great. Don't take me down. Just let me compete. Once they have the power, these perverts don't want to give it back. You think that Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey and the conglomerate that is the owner of Google and YouTube, they're, they're perverts wanting to control people. Why would you care that a ranting, a, a guy like me, why would, you, why would I be banned all the time? Why? I don't, I'm not reaching hundreds of thousands. Why would, why, why would you want to control me? What do I say? I don't put anything violent on here. I don't put anything sexual on here. I don't put anything pornographic on here. I don't cuss on here. Nothing. And you take me down all the time. You got guys 
saying that they're girls beating the living crap out of other girls at MMA rings on YouTube, and that's allowed to be on. But here I am, and I get banned all the time. See, these people are actual, actual deviants. They really are. They're actual deviants. They love to control people. Don't try to understand it. Just believe it. It's true, is it not? They love it. Gretchen Whitmer loves stipulating to people whether they're essential or not. She enjoys it. You're like, I would never enjoy that. Again, don't try to understand it. You never will understand it because you're not a pervert. They are. You Listen, you can't slaughter the unborn in untold millions. One to two million babies a year. And those are the ones reported. California and New York don't even have to report all their abortions. One to two million babies are slaughtered a year in this country. 60 million worldwide. And we're talking about COVID? Talking about COVID? You have to be a weirdo to think that it's okay to stick a vacuum in the birth canal and suck a baby's body parts out one by one. You, you, I mean, you have to, you have to be a pervert to, to go in and stick a clamp in there that has alligator teeth and pull out baby's arms and legs that are alive. A recent a report just came out where a nurse witnessed an aborted baby in a dish kicking and screaming for its life. You have to be a weirdo whack job to think that's okay. It's just been normalized in our culture. It's been normal. That's what they're normalizing you looking at watching a baseball game and there's cardboard cutouts in the stands. And you're like, oh, this is great. Hey, you know, this is just the new us. Like the football coaches I showed you a minute ago. Everybody come in and clean the dummies with your giant masks on. You just normal. It's been normalized. And the last thing that she said there, Beverly Hallberg, and she says that it's about climate too. All this is, all this is, is to usher in the Great Reset, which is all about climate change. The WEF, I had the video, they took it down. WEF, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset, all the same, all the same. International Monetary Fund, all interwoven together. They just met in Davos, all of them. John Kerry and all the rest of the climate. John Kerry, who only have nine years left. You know, Al Gore said the same thing 27 years ago. It's all about that. They're seeing what they can do with COVID. With the WEF, the video was taken down because they received so much flack on it. They had a video out and it just got taken down right before the show. And on that video, they talked about how there's no noise in the cities and no pollution. And that 2020 was a great year for our climate. See, great job, Christians. Great job, COVID caving conservatives. See, all the CCC works every time. COVID caving Christian, COVID caving churches, COVID caving clergy, COVID caving conservatives. It starts with us and you caved. I know a lot of you watching didn't, but a lot of people who will see this video, you did. And this video will enrage you instead of cause you to repent, which is the saddest thing in the world. It is the saddest thing in the world that when you hear truth, these whack job people like Prince Charles and Klaus Schwab, all interwoven in the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset are using COVID to grease the skids, to usher in the same sanctions. But this time, this time there shuts your businesses down. All these checks being mailed out to the government. 
are all about a guaranteed monthly income, a government income of about $25,000 a year. That's what it's really all about, to see if you'll take it. And then they'll use they'll use climate next time. It's a climate emergency. See, climate wasn't working. So they used COVID as the greatest opportunity in their lifetime to see if they can control. Let me see if we can actually control the church. Whoops, they did. I remember watching this pastor out of Tampa. Amazing. I mean, just, he's not amazing. He's a doofus, but attacking Rodney Howard Brown, who got arrested for keeping his church open. Only national figure that I'm aware of that stood up to COVID at all is Rodney Howard Brown. Jonathan Shuttlesworth wasn't quite as national as he is now at the beginning of this. Jonathan Shuttlesworth's got to be a big name. He stood up to it as an evangelist. And I'm sure, and there's others, by the way. There are, I'm talking about international. I'm talking about a national figure. Rodney Howard Brown is the only one I know. That's it. Where are the other big names? Nobody. But he gets arrested. And this pastor in, from Largo, Florida, his church has the name Abundant in it. And he goes and he's talking about just running Rodney Howard Brown down, running Jonathan Shellsworth down. Well, how are you doing now, pastor? How are you doing now? Three, you, know, you, you wanted everybody to close, and now here we are. Whatever, what's the date today? February what? February 27th. We're very close to 365 days, one year into 15 days to flatten the curve. How are you doing now? Were you right or were you wrong, and have you repented? Have you repented, Pastor? Have you? Or are you still caving? Are you still acquiescing? Are you making excuses for yourself instead of repenting? And saying, you know what? This was about the mark of the beast. This was about the new world order. This was about the great reset. This was about the Democratic Party ushering in their agenda. And you caved and you fell for it. You didn't sense it. You didn't discern it. You made a mistake, but you have an opportunity. You're still breathing, pastor. You can repent. If anybody knows who that pastor is, send this to him. But he, he was, to me, the face, to the, the face of the COVID cavers. He even tried. He, after Governor DeSantis legislated via executive fiat that all churches in the state of Florida were essential, he tried to organize a petition of pastors to petition the governor to make churches non-essential. And this is an evangelical church that probably has a very similar website and alleged theology as I do. What happened? What happened? He doesn't stand in the word. I don't care what he thinks. He doesn't stand in the word. All you needed to do was bind COVID. And you needed to teach people to bind it from their lives. But you didn't do it. And you need to stop needing to bind the lies. COVID is, is more deadly than the flu. No, it's not. Not by percentage, it's not. But instead, I remember being a good, I remember this guy talking, let's be a good partner and let's be a community, let's be a, let's be a community partner and a good neighbor. Let's show everybody how much we love them. We can't ask the movie theaters to close and the church stay open. You know what? Nothing should have closed. That's the truth. Nothing should have closed. Yeah, but you know what? Somebody may die. 30 to 80,000 people per year in the United States die of the flu and you did nothing for them. So I guess you don't care about people. You're allegedly this great community partner, right? And good neighbor, but you never cared before. This flu's gone now. You don't see that? Pastor, have you seen that? Have you seen the flu's gone? 
Have you seen that we're close to a year now into these things? Have you seen that you helped usher in a baby butchering president? Are you going to repent? Sadly, probably not. Sadly, I haven't seen, I have not seen any pastor go on Facebook and repent that they closed their churches. Not one, not one. There's pastors that never closed. They don't need to repent. I haven't seen one, not one that came on and say, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. I never should have closed my church. I never should have had drive-in services out there where you turn into a, turn onto an AM channel and listen to me preach. I never should have done those things. I never should have social distanced. I never should have had people bringing lawn chairs into the church where you sit in what I call COVID clumps with your own family, social distance from everybody else in your no-touch services. Churches are closing all around this country, and they should because you weren't preaching the Bible to begin with. All right, here's a Rogan O'Hanley tweet. He says, I was just ejected from CPAC and threatened with immediate arrest. Just so everybody knows, this has nothing to do with CPAC itself. It has to do with the city of Orlando and their COVID policies. Everybody thinks that Florida is 100% free. It is not. This was on private property. This has to do with the Hyatt itself. Kudos to the Hyatt in one way, and that is that they refuse to cave to political pressure, not to host CPAC. On the negative side, Hyatt has extreme COVID policies, so they were threatening to arrest and assume, again, from law enforcement experience, that they were trespassing Rogan and Hanley. Play it for me. We need volume. I'm currently being detained for taking off my mask at CPAC and taking selfies with followers. I've been here about 20 minutes and hotel security is now issuing me a trespass warning, threatening me with arrest if I come back for taking selfies with followers. Free country. <laughs> Perfect. DC Drano, awesome follow up. Make sure you follow that guy. All right, put on that I am too. Oh, no, put that one up, Tommy. Good, right there. Put it up. There we go. Rebel News. You got to follow them out of Canada. Awesome. Awesome site. Awesome Twitter page, awesome Facebook page, awesome website. David Menzies shares a new fight, the fines case. What they do is they fight the fines from COVID and they issue lots of COVID fines in Canada. A Sudbury, Ontario man. Okay, here you go, Pastor Love. Christian Love, a Sudbury, Ontario man who missed a cancer treatment while he was forced to stay in a COVID quarantine hotel. You know how it works, back to me. You know how it works in Canada? They're renting leasing out entire hotels owned by China. And they are the government quarantine hotels. Facts. Look it up. It's right on Rebel News. Look it up. They don't deny it. Justin Trudeau does not deny it. They are leasing out entire hotels owned by China, making them the government quarantine hotels. Rebel News also exposed that Justin Trudeau was arranging for winter training of the Chinese military, Chinese army in Canada. Yep, that's an absolute fact. None, not, he hasn't denied it. Meanwhile, the Chinese government is holding two Canadian citizens as hostages right now. And what is Justin Trudeau? You see, you know what? When you are a when you are a girl, I mean, you're an absolute girl, and you should be a grown man leading your country. And you're a 13 year old girl like Justin Trudeau. You have no business being the leader of that country. He is an absolute 
just spineless worm. And that's what this, that's what all you, all the lovers out there, all the experts of love, we're going to wear masks because we love other people. We're going to shut our churches down because you know what? If the porn shop closes or the McDonald's closes, then churches should close too, right? All you lovers out there, I want you to think about the man who was quarantined against his will because you said that it was okay and he missed his cancer treatment. He couldn't go. He wasn't allowed to go to his cancer treatment. I think cancer's a smidge more deadly than 0.1%, right? Is any of this backed up in facts? Do you ever ask yourself that? Does anybody ask, ever ask themselves that? Is, is any of this ba- based in fact? Well, let's look at this I am tweet. Remember, it is only intervention in mass and influence COVID cases, which is why two states that are next to each other, Mississippi and Alabama, with different intervention, mask rules comply. Everybody hear that? With different interventions, mask rules, compliance, or large maskless celebrations can, near, can, can have nearly the exact same case rates and curves for literally 11 months. Put up the big put up the big graph. There you go. Let's look at it together, shall we? Here's the facts. And by the way, I want everybody to know that every single state looks exactly the same. Regardless of how they issued mask mandates, regardless of whether they had mask mandates, regardless of when they did lockdowns, or if they had lockdowns, or if they double masked, or if they lifted mask mandates, or li- lifted mask mandates, or lifted lockdown mandates, it doesn't matter because viruses are not stopped by lockdowns and masks. They do not work. Look at the lines. Alabama mask mandate. Same same thing happened as Mississippi, who issued the same one a little bit later. Mississippi lifts, lifts their mask mandate. Alabama still has it in place. Look at it. No matter how you go, read the lines. Health leaders call for na- statewide mask mand- mandate again. In Mississippi, the, sca- the state, the cases skyrocket. Alabama national championship celebrations, the, where there was hundreds of thousands of people, jam-packed right close to each other. And the cases plummet. Back to me. It's because masks lockdowns quarantining doesn't work against the tiny little virus it doesn't work every single state you need to follow ian miller which is i am follow him you will see all those graphs that he he's not he's not i don't know where he where he is politically he never says that's simply the facts that's what you should be following period 3385 South Access Road tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., 11.15. I'll be live on Facebook at 11.50. Be here some way or another. I love you. I really do. I am hardcore. I stand on the Bible. That's what you're getting. I want you to turn from following evil. If you're wearing a mask and you're quarantining, you're listening to Fauci or Biden or Kamala Harris, you are following evil. I don't care if a Republican is wearing a mask. He's following or she's following evil. Return, listen, turn from that garbage and be free in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I love you. God bless you. See you tomorrow.